Hello and welcome back to Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Today we are doing, yes, again, another interview series. Now I know what you're thinking. The last time that we did this interview series, we had a plethora of different things that happened to you. First off, me and Jakey felt each other's menstrual cycles. Then me and Prom started bullying each other. And then it got so mean to the point in which Prom made Bacon feel self-conscious. Then TL came on the podcast and shot me several times in the chest and ended up killing me for a little bit. But... I was resuscitated, and then Melancholy came on, and I disconnected for a little bit, and he talked to his grandma. So, today we are back with Dalton Westmore of Westmore Films. Now, Dalton has not been on this interview series before, but I promise that this time, we're going to try and make sure that it doesn't go off the rails. So, Dalton, welcome to the interview podcast series. I know you haven't been here before, but do you have any opening remarks that you'd like to give? Well, um... As always, uh, it's great to be here talking with you again about something. So I guess we're, since there isn't really a structure to this, um, I guess we'll probably just be vibing for a while. That we will, that we will. So Dalton, uh, I want to start off with the first uh, question here that I think a lot of fans are burning to know. So when you purchased the bot subscribers for your YouTube channel and spent your parents' credit card money, what ran through your head to go to your mother's purse and say, I'm going to make it big, mom. I'm going to be the next Jake Paul. So Dalton, how would you like to tell me, what was that process like of you stealing your mother's credit card? Well, you know, it was a little scary at first, you know, I kind of felt self-conscious, you know, you had that religious upbringing of where, you know, stealing is wrong and all that. But, you know, I looked deep into my heart, like very, like the very center of that little fleshy thing inside my chest. And, you know, I looked into my heart and I said, what would a Paul brother do? And, and so you didn't take up boxing afterward after thinking no. this. What? Why not? Boxing is one of the most richest sports. You could be the next Mike Tyson, the next Floyd Mayweather, the next Manny Pacquiao. But instead, you chose to make humble YouTube videos. Dalton, I know that you flex a lot. I see you at the gym lifting at least 400-pound deadlift weights. And I see you crushing people that are weaker than you. But I also do notice something you are a little shy in public. I remember you were so strong that you literally broke through a McDonald's drive through just wanting to order a simple hamburger. But you got nervous because you didn't want to ask for extra ketchup packets afterwards. So Dalton, I must ask, why have you not let this fame of being a buff Paul brother go to your head yet? Well, it's because they haven't officially adopted me yet. You haven't been adopted into the Hype House. Nick Crompton was adopted into the Hype House before you. Yeah, I know. It, I do feel a little ashamed that England is my city man was adopted into the Paul family before me. I can't believe they let a British man in before you. This has to be terrible, terrible revelation for you. Now, Dalton, the next question that I have for you is one that I, I must ask and you must answer honestly. Uh, do you like the Snyder Cut? Yes. Okay, and why do you hate yourself to like the Snyder Cut? Uh, <laughs> this isn't a laughing matter, Dalton. We are talking about mental health here. Anybody that likes the Snyder Cut clearly must have mental struggles. So please tell me, why do you like the Snyder Cut? Well, you see, those mental issues were caused by me watching the theatrical release made by the famous Joss Whedon. 
But we and hold the see... Joss Whedon one up on a pedestal, I thought. I thought I thought the universal agreement was we hate the Snyder Cut. We love the Whedon Cut. Don't get it twisted now, Dalton. Well, you see, uh, the Whedon Cut of Justice League turned me into the Joker. And instead of going to therapy like a normal person would, I decided that the only choices I had left were to either go and cook meth in an RV out in the middle of the desert or uh, watch the Snyder Cut. And I chose the much easier option. Yes, I would say so. But uh, Dalton, why why not to get into the crystal meth cooking business, might I add? Because if you think about it, you could have adopted this high school dropout and you and him could have gone out to the desert to attempt to cook crystal meth. Let's say, for example, you took on Discord user Melancholy and you wanted him to make crystal meth with you, but he put too many hazardous chemicals in and you both slowly died. Sure, your life would be cut short, but you would still be a legend for trying to cook crystal meth in your age. And plus, let's think about it. The Snyder Cut was draining your mental health already, so it would have made sense to just basically lose all of your shit and cook crystal meth. Because, you know, that's the fucking logic you take when you're dying, Walter White. Who fucking thinks? Yeah, let's start cooking crystal meth so my family can have some money left. Are you fucking stupid, Walter White? Why don't you get, like, a second job? Or why don't you ask for a handout somewhere or something? I'm sure if he would have taken that Todd guy's money or whatever the fuck his name was, the fucking father that was Mike TV's dad and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, if he would have just taken his money and for the fucking surgery, they would have been fine. But no, his dumbass wanted to be humble and was like, no, I'm going to go cook fucking crystal meth in an RV, and then I'm going to watch a girl overdose, and then I'm going to accidentally shoot Mike, and then I'm going to fucking, like, grow out a beard for some fucking reason and go rescue Jesse all these years later. You're just... You see, Breaking Bad is not a well-written show, but we are not here to talk about that today. So, Dalton, uh, we'll move on to the next question here. So, you have beef with the Funny Squad, and I would just like to know, why do you have beef with the Funny Squad? Well, you see, I think the Funny Squad is just jealous of how successful I am. This is true, Dalton. You are rather successful. Your videos get more views than the Funny Squad's. Now, I know that you and user Prometheus have talked about having a YouTube-style boxing tournament before, and I would just like to know, would you kick Prom's tiny little baby fucking punk ass? Well, you see, as a Paul brother, you know, the only people that I really fight are boxers that have retired. So <sighs> I, don't think we can ever, I don't think me and Prom will ever be able to fight. You don't think ever, but he's talked so much shit. He's talked about how he could knock your little baby nose right off. He's talked about how he would put you in a headlock and then take a steel chair and beat your brains in with it. Now, Dalton, you don't feel any sort of urge to box Funny Squad leader Prometheus. Like I said, I got to keep true to the family morals. You know? That's true. That's true. Now, from what I understand, there is a Funny Squad member that wanted to do a collaboration with you, a Jakey Baby, from what I hear. And from what I understand, you were going to do a video talking about the atrocities of World War II. Now, I think this is a big step up for your channel. But the most interesting thing about the video was you were going to rate each battle of World War II based on how well it would trend on TikTok. Is this true? Uh, yes, this is absolutely true. And I believe there is another user that is a part of the funny squad that shall remain nameless, but he has a, a grandma that talks for days, as we will say. He works at Texas Roadhouse, and he serves a lot of butter rolls every single day. And I must say, Dalton Westmore, I know you have a soft side for butter rolls from Texas Roadhouse, so please tell me, why the fuck does your closet smell like Texas Roadhouse butter rolls right now? Well, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it. In a Open the goddamn like door, Dalton. I'm fucking hungry. Let me... 
Dalton, let me in, damn it. I want those fucking Texas Roadhouse butter rolls. Dalton, I'm not fucking around. I'm going to break through this screen and get them if you don't fucking feed them to me. All right. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll make sure I send some to the um, trailer park that you live in. You know what? This trailer park is one of the nicest ones in America. We only have 30 overdoses per day instead of 20. Now, here's the thing, Dalton. We must protest on with your YouTube career and how successful you've been. I remember the day that you met President Barack Obama. And the two of you were like, we're going to make videos about Emperor Palpatine. But you and Obama had a falling out. Obama said that the prequels were actually God-tier movies. But you disagreed, Dalton. Do you think Obama is a bad president for liking the prequels? Well, you see, since, you know, he blindly loves them, I just could not stand the fact that he was not able to look at them critically. So I banished him to Rick and Morty, where he will live for all eternity. You banished Obama to Rick and Morty. Now, Dalton, I must say, a certain president, uh, Donald Brump, approached you and wanted to say that the sequel films were flawless masterpieces. And I was wondering, what are your thoughts on Bonald Brump saying that he enjoyed the sequel trilogy? Well, I think he is absolutely wrong. I think while the films have some redeeming qualities, they are not good enough to say that they are pure masterpieces. So I banished him to Saturday Night Live while he will live in endless torment for the rest of his short minuscule lifespan okay and we have a new president in the white house who says i don't really like star wars i'm more of a trekkie boy at heart what are your thoughts on president joe biden saying that he would rather watch star trek than star wars i mean at least he's honest at least he is honest that is true now dalton what if i were here to tell you that star wars is a fucking stupid franchise about people in capes and fucking broomsticks that glow up hitting each other their entire time what if i told you that the best Star Wars series is actually Star Wars Rebels. Yes, I'm here to tell you that Star Wars Rebels, which feels like a fucking kid's show that tricked a bunch of grown-ass men into thinking it was going to be as hard and serious as the Clone Wars, is the fucking best series in the franchise. I mean, Chopper, that makes the same five fucking noises that annoys the ever-living piss out of me, and I want to rip his little fucking robot arms off and beat him to fucking death with him. And then there's Zeb. I don't know what the fuck Zeb is. I honest to God thought Zeb at one point was like a discount Chewbacca, but I guess he's fucking not. And then I think her name is Hera or something like that. I thought, honest to God, she was like the, the fucking Jabba's palace woman that got like dropped into the Rancor pit. But then I was like, oh no, I didn't realize they were a Star Wars species. And then you, you have, uh, it's his name, Kanan, Kana, Kana, something like that, who goes blind and has a fucking terrible yee ass haircut. Like there are just so many different things about Rebels that I, I could praise for days, obviously. But Dalton, what are your thoughts on Star Wars Rebels as a YouTube series? Well, you see, you know, as a Paul brother, you know, I really respect, you know, the other YouTube Red series, especially since, you know, I haven't gotten my own yet. And I one day hope that they will give me one just like my adopted brother, Logan. But, you know, Star Wars Rebels, I think there's some redeeming qualities to it, even though it is not is a relatively mediocre show. You know, as a Paul brother, you know, I really respect the fact that um, Chopper is a war criminal and has no respect for the dead. You're right. Chopper was uh, responsible for a lot of atrocities that occurred in the show. Now, I want to get your thoughts, since you are a big Star Wars guy, on this get woke, go broke Star Wars trend that is going on. As you know, 
the terrible liberals out there want to destroy everything we love about Star Wars. And Dalton, I am here to tell you today, you are a big fan of Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers. You have been on his side for many years in his fight, but I hear the two of you broke up because you argued over the canon of is C-3PO and R2 a good ship or not? Are you on the side of they are a good ship or are they not a good ship? Oh, absolutely. They are a good ship because, you know, every second that they're not on camera, they're just having hot, steamy sex. But that's the thing. They're robots, Dalton. You have to think. The science behind it would not support it. Well, you see, let me ask you something, Mr. Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Have you ever been to a local sex shop where you could purchase many different appliances for your sexual practices? I... I... I, um, boy, it is rather hot in here. Um, well, you, know you see, the... well, you see, Mr. Hayden's Entertainment Hour, for as a Paul brother, you know, sometimes I struggle to get it up, and you know, sometimes you have to resort to outside resources for these things. So, you see, because of these outside resources, it is absolutely possible that droids can have second sex. Boy, is it getting hot in here again, or is it just me? Uh, we shall move on from this uh, this question that I'm sure is making us both highly uncomfortable, Mr. Westmore. Uh, now, the next question that I want to ask you is, you saw The Green Knight. Uh, why is it a pretentious movie? Well, you see, as a Paul brother, you know, I don't like thinking, and the movie made me think, so clearly it is terrible. This is good logic. I mean, I would rather watch something like Black Widow, because at least in Black Widow, I can follow Black Widow's plot, and I can at least understand what the filmmaker was trying to do. In The Green Knight, all I essentially saw was a grown-ass man come too early during sex and went, by God, what is wrong with you, Gawain? The form is all wrong. But anyways, that's besides the point. I also know that you have managed to see Whiplash for the first time today, and I was just wondering, why is that also a pretentious movie? Well, you see... The only reason why Whiplash is pretentious is because it pretends to think that abusive instructors are wrong. And I can tell you, as a Paul brother, inflicting abuse on the people that I teach is something that I relish very deeply. You relish deeply to make people's lives a living hell. That, Mr. Westmore, I wish I could be like you. I wish I could get into your brain and understand you and all of the great things that are surfacing through your mind. Now, the next question that I must ask you is, if you like movies so much, why is Fast 9 not on your favorite movie year of the list? Well, you see, um, I have not seen it. What the fuck, Dalton? Are you fucking serious? How have you not seen the movie yet? Dalton, I, God, we might have to start this whole podcast from scratch. This was supposed to be a fucking advertisement for Vin Diesel, and you fucked it up. Do you want to know what he's going to do to me, Dalton, when he finds out you haven't fucking seen the movie yet? Well, you see, as a Paul brother... No, not as a Paul brother. You listen to me. We have to get to, we have to, get to Uruguay right now. We have to get on a plane now before Ben Diesel finds us and plays Feel Like I Do. Dalton, we don't have much time, so we'll try to continue this interview series as quick as we can. But anyways, Dalton, moving on to the next point. I just want to talk here for a second about um, T.O., now, you know T.L. He was in the server a long time ago in Cosmonaut Variety Hour and has since made appearances on my podcast. 
as you know, if you listen to the Candyman one, which if you didn't, that's perfectly fine, you know, but uh, I may have to break your kneecaps for not listening to my beautiful series I put together. But that's besides the point. I want me to uh, get your thoughts on TL and why is he a terrible, dirty war criminal that deserves to be locked up for his heinous crimes? Well, you know, as a Paul brother, I can say that, you know, Jumping to conclusions about whether or not someone is a war criminal is a very serious act. You know, as a Paul brother, I carry, I have committed several war crimes, mostly in small Southern American countries. Southern that, American countries. Hmm, Dalton. That is a very specific area. Yes, I'm very familiar with it. I usually get my most exploitable co-stars from there. On my door, Vin Diesel. Please, God, don't. Dalton, he's trying to break in. You can hear him scratching right now. Okay, we only have a few minutes left before Vin gets through the door. And when Vin gets through the door, Dalton, I am completely fucked. Why didn't you tell me you hadn't seen Fast Nine before you came on? Well, don't worry. Because using the my connections to Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, those butter rolls should be like almost there. Hopefully those will be able to distract, to distract him. You better pray because he's scratching at that door as if he's a kitty cat going up a post. Now, Dalton, uh, the next question that I want to ask you is, have you seen the Bo Burnham special? Um, uh, I, I believe it's called Outside, where during COVID he was going around coughing on people and singing about how he was giving them COVID. And I just wanted to know, uh, as a Paul brother, what did you think about him doing something like that? You know, I thought it was a really beautiful moment where he invaded people's personal space like that. You know, I broke into tears when I saw him just coughing immediately down another person's throat. You know, it was just a very beautiful moment where we all came together to like have absolutely no consideration for others. I think you're right about this, Mr. Westmore. And I must say, the one thing that I enjoy about Bo Burnham's comedy is how unforgiving it can be. Like, there was a song that was called, I believe it was uh, Welcome to the Internet, and he talked about all of the things you can do when you view the internet through Christian browsing mode. Um, I must know, Mr. Dalton Westmore, you, you and I grew up in a religious family and household, and uh, I want you to explain to our audience here why VeggieTales is the best franchise on the planet. Well, you know, speaking very seriously... As you know, all VeggieTales discussion should be taken. You see, um, VeggieTales is an amazing series because not only does it draw from great spiritual and Christian truths, but also because it employs the greatest animators of our time in its creation. Yes, you are correct. And uh, I know that many people would say VeggieTales is uh, a little based, if you will. But based on what, Dalton? What is it based on? Well, it is based on not only the Bible, but also a large number of, of texts that the church has deemed heretical for some stupid reason. Oh my god, he's oh, here. Oh, Dalton, help me, he's here. Oh, quick, quick. All right, I'm checking my phone. The butter rolls should be there. They should be there. Eat them, Vin. Eat them. Okay, good. He's suppressed for a little bit longer. All right, Vin. Uh, now we shall move on with the rest of the uh, the uh, interview. Um, so, as I was saying to you earlier, um, uh, actually, what were we talking about? Oh, I have not taken my medication today. Um, oh, these are Tums. 
I've been eating Tums for the past half hour. That would explain why my stomach has fucking exploded and my insides are being eaten. Uh, that's besides the point, though, Dalton. Um, Seinfeld was a revolutionary show that came out in its time, but many would say that The King of Queens is better, but I- I'm willing to bet that Curb Your Enthusiasm is the best out of all of them because it has highbrow humor. But I don't even know if I'd say that anymore because Rick and Morty has come out. What is your thoughts on Rick and Morty being the smartest television series ever written? Well, as like as a Paul brother, I could tell you that I most definitely have enough IQ to be able to watch the show. You know, even if you don't, you know, you can just go online and buy more on the dark web. This is true, Dalton Westmore. Um, now, another thing that I want to talk about is uh, what were your thoughts on, and I don't know if you saw it, The Suicide Squad. I thought it was rather pretentious, to be honest. I thought that this movie was kind of all over the place. It was built like a comic book. It did not contain the song Heathens at all in it. And I think that's its biggest flaw, is it did not contain 32 pop songs in its entire album. So um, do you agree with me that The Suicide Squad is pretentious? And if you like it, you're stupid. Oh, absolutely. You know, as a Paul brother, I lo- I need to be told how to feel by a movie in the most explicit way possible. This and, you know, true. having to go through, you know, the Suicide Squad without having one of my favorite songs being blasted into my ears every five seconds, you know, it was very disconcerting. You know, I was sitting there at home watching it on HBO Max and, you know, I was terrified because the movie was trying to make me feel emotions and think about characters and story without having oh 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 god he's here tl tl we talked about this oh tl the Candyman podcast was your last performance oh dalton he has beef with you you might want to listen to what he has to say you know, as a Paul brother, I think that's very disrespectful to say about my mother. I will have you know that my mother is wonderful in bed, even though I would absolutely have... <laughs> I think that's a very unkind thing. Whoa. Whoa. That's kind of rude. <laughs> Listen, you know, I was just following orders. You don't understand. You don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've seen. Teal, I think it is a bit heinous to bring up the Vietnam War at this time. You know Dalton did everything he can to save that village, and I, I don't think that's a nice thing to... Look, you shut your mouth. I had did what I had to do. The Lorax stood in the way between me and those Vietnamese trees. Teal, could you please butt out for a minute? Go out there and hang out with Vin Diesel. Yeah, if you go quickly enough, there should be some butter rolls left. Hey, how dare you say that about Texas Roadhouse? Melancholy worked hard for those roles. Okay, he's crawling out of the room. But that is besides the point. So, now that TL and Vin Diesel appear to be snacking on snacks out there, uh, we can get to the, the, the last three questions that are really making this podcast as based as it is currently. So, you are from a server that I was formerly a part of called... Um, cosmonaut crack house variety hour um i i left this server out of frustration with a couple of things but i think the biggest was how underutilized sports chat was now dalton i want you to explain as a poll brother to the audience why sports chat should be the first chat they see when they go into cdh well you see as a poll brother you know the only things that i really take pleasure in are physical violence and systemic injustice 
So, you know, as a boxer and as a professional athlete, I really thrived in those types of communities. So I, I would say speak. that, you know, if you are a person that is into sports, you need to embrace all aspects of, you know, being a sports fan. And by going into sports chat and, you know, good doing things like, you know, being casually misogynist and, you know, um, getting drunk, you know, just really abusing your own fans, you know, that's the mark of being a real sports fan or this just sports personality in general. Yes, Dalton, this is true. Now, uh, another question that I would like to ask you is, I, I know for the longest time you talked about your um, 1,000 subscribers special, which you will reach after you have purchased more bots for subscribers, obviously. Oh, but um, absolutely. One question that I have about when you reach your 1,000 subscribers special is, what big video will you put out to top the Palpatine comments video? Well, obviously, the big video that I will put out at 1,000 subscribers is most likely a Star Wars one. Maybe if I have a community tab by then, I will put it up to a poll. Because, you know, as a Paul brother, I live and die by my fans because, you know, they're the most easily exploitable class of people out there. This is true. There are a lot of morons in the world. I will agree with that. Now, Dalton, the last question uh, before we, we wrap up this interview is is one that um, uh, he's over my shoulder right now. Um You've at least seen the the, the first eight uh, Fast movies, right, Dalton? <laughs> well, you know, as a Paul brother, you know... God damn it, fucking I... shut up with the Paul brother shit. Just answer the question straight up or he's yes, gonna fucking yes, kill me. Yes, yes, I've seen them. You know, as a Paul brother, I love hot women and good-looking cars. Okay. And... He, he wants more. He wants to know why you didn't see Fast 9. Please don't Listen, answer him. I'm sorry, you know, after, you know, the authorities found out what I did, you know, I've been in prison for a while. I haven't had the time to see most movies when I haven't been able to get out on bail. <laughs> Is that good enough for you, Din? Oh, no, I called him the wrong name, Vin, please. I promise I'm trying to get more people to see Fast 9, but you don't understand. It is a difficult situation we are in. There is a fucking pandemic. What do you mean the pandemic's not real, Vin? Vin, why are you going for the gun? Vin, please, God, don't start singing. Please, don't... Mr. Diesel, don't do this. You know, I can send you some horse dewormer. It will keep the... It Vin. Help. Vin, what are you doing? Dalton Westmore, it's me, Vin Diesel. I'm coming for you, Mr. Westmore. You're gonna make a review about Fast 9, because you and I are family. Yes, Mr. Diesel. We're family, and that's the point of this podcast. Now come on, TL. It's time for us to ride off into the sunset with feel like I do playing in the background.